You're listening to the Brown Trout and Bridge Beers Podcast. technology look at this this is what 2020 has allowed us to do is figure out technology carf we figured it out yeah i was gonna say we did it all without carf let me turn this without down. without carf yeah without carf oh, you can't go all the way down but whatever it'll work little little uh stuff coming over um you know if you guys were uh checked out our technical debacle earlier um, what we're trying to do is we're going to do a bourbon tasting because what else do you do right now uh, if you're in Minnesota? Yes. Oh, I got to turn my stuff down because... Yeah, because that's maybe that's where I'm getting the goofy. That's where the feedback was coming from. But um, I don't know. Let's kick this off. Which one? We have three different types of bourbon that we're going to try tonight. Um, the bullet. Good one. The Woodford Reserve. And last but not least, the lovely Buffalo Trace. All very good bourbons, all very well priced. Yeah, reasonably, uh, reasonably priced. Um, I did. So I went to, what's that liquor store by my house? The G Will? G Will. Um, I had to ask, the, ask for him to pull the Buffalo Trace from the back. They didn't have any out for, for the general public. So if you're looking for Buffalo Trace and you don't see it at your local G-Will, ask them. It's probably in the back somewhere. Great. You should put your mic down a little bit because you look like a giant microphone. Is that better? Am yeah. I less of a giant microphone now? A little bit. That's good. Um, yeah. Your roll. Which one should we try first? Um, let's let's start with the bees. Let's, we'll go uh, Buffalo first. We'll go alphabetical. All right. Buffalo Trace it is. Are you doing like a big pour or like just a, a sippy sip? Show me. Lift your glass up. Show me. Because I don't, I went real fancy glassware uh, for my for my tasting glass. I probably like that. All right. Here we go. Enough that you taste it, but you know, we got to get through a few of these. And maybe make an old fashioned at the end. And maybe circle back and see what happens. Yeah. So like bourbon tasting, are we supposed to like swirl this around? I think when you're in a coffee cup, you just shoot it. <laughs> you're supposed to talk about the, what it looks like in the profile and the notes. I don't know. Can I, no, I don't, I don't want to dump that out all over my desk. I'll do this and then dump it over my keyboard. Just smell it. Ooh, it smells. Um, and then you're supposed to say things like oaky, oaky it, notes. It, it smells, uh, Smells like smells like liquor, and mm. caramels. If you take yes, if you take a really deep hit of it, it kind of kind of will tickle like way back there. Way back there, we're getting fancy now. I forgot which <laughs> this is this a buffalo one. I forgot yeah, already. It's a buffalo trace. Yeah, so, I got an order. There you go. All right. So, so buffalo trace is uh, they say it's it's the Kentucky. Yeah. Let's see, ancient. Pass of countless buffalo led America westward, but it's made in Kentucky, so they didn't go too far west. 
I like the, I like their slogan um, on the bottle. Let us hear your thunder. Yeah. So there's there's that option. Uh, let's see what the government says. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcohol beverages during pregnancy. Carf, you're out. Uh, cause of birth defects. Uh, sorry, Carf, too late. Yeah. Impairs your ability to drive cars, so don't drive and drink a bottle of bourbon. And in Iowa, they'll give you five cents back. And uh, Michigan and Vermont, no. I mean, that's Maine, right? Maine and Vermont, 15 cents. 15 cents, that's, that's some that's high. That's, you know, you, a couple of these, and you could get yourself a San Juan worm, a flesh up. Yeah, you could you get like a dollar fifty back a month. Right. You, and if you keep that up, you could probably buy all of Justin Carf's mop flies. Yep. I think he sells them for about five cents a piece. Thinking, yeah, I'm I'm concerned about his constant questions about the thunder from down under. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for a taste. Here, you're you're sipping. <sighs> it's uh, it's got that warm warmth that brings you know brings it in, which I think is appropriate for the weather that's about to come our way. I, I think the they call it that. That's the bourbon hug. The what? The hug. It the hugs bourbon. you from the inside. I like that. I like the bourbon yeah. hug. Um, definitely, you know, you're talking about the caramel flavor of the smells before. Definitely taste it. Mm-hmm. Meow. Meow. Uh, which is nice. Right, meow. Mm. Carp say a million dollars for a mop fly? Mm. No. Mm. So, Matt, you... What else? Uh, so is Buffalo Trace, is, is this more of a, a straight drinking apparatus? Or what, mixing? Or mixer? Both. Oh. I mean, I think, you know, you've got bourbon and whiskey in general purists that, you know, have theirs that, what's the, gives that, oh, granddad's cough syrup. Oh, kind of hit. I mean, you could do both. I mean, I would say Buffalo and I'd say all three of these are probably right on the edge of um, sippers or mixers. You know, it's not like a, like an expensive bottle of scotch that, you know, you can drink straight up a little bit of water sometimes helps. I was going to ask because, because I've heard that was scotch, like a little, little opens drop, it up a little, little bit. Drop. Yeah. Opens Some people up. get real anal about their, like it's like a little eyedropper of water. I guess if you want to get real fancy, you try to get the water that, you know, the whiskey was made from. So does, does Loon make a tool, an eyedropper tool yet for, for adding water? Yes. It <laughs> to, is. to your whiskey glasses right there. Oh, okay. Just you Tweezers, pick up, yeah. do you yeah. pick up the water droplet and drop it right on your yeah. nice. Yeah. But yeah, I mean like when I drink scotch and stuff, I add a little bit of water. It's not a bad idea. No, just a little bit. I mean, it just depends on how, you know, you want to get. And if you want to drink or get drunk, you know. <laughs> it's very, very, uh, very true. Uh, well, you know, it is COVID 2020, so. And winter and it's dark at like two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I know. I was like, uh, see, that's what throws off my dinner time. Cause I'm like, okay, when do I start cooking? Well, it starts getting dark at like four. So I start cooking. I'm like, it's way too early to eat. Yeah. 
Oh. It's like the bourbon triple hook. So Karf is asking, uh, how much crushed ice do we put in our bourbon? Um, no crushed ice in the bourbon, Carfy. Some people get fancy and use the like the, the balls, the balls of ice. Um, but no crushed ice. Currently ice free since 2003 in my bourbon. All right. Uh, Carf, how can you believe me? Because oh, Grant, you're so smart. Um, so how many balls do you usually use in your bourbon? Ever's. I don't know. I don't know what he's what he's talking about. So I I saw a rumor that Carf was on a podcast recently. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm curious if he falls apart just as fast on those podcasts as he has on every time we've tried to have a pod. I don't know that he falls apart. I mean, I think it's, he just starts out that way. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. There's never really a good, I mean, he's already there. Yeah. There's never really a solid base. Are you onto whiskey number two? Uh, no, but it can be. Oh, I just saw you drink. I thought you were done. I think that little, uh, Grant's I not. Uh, mm, I haven't <laughs> drank the bourbon in a long time. Um, straight, at least. So, what was the next one we're doing? Bullet. Uh, um, Carf said he will never fall apart again. Good. Mm. Good to know. Ooh. That was a good pop. Smells good. So, uh, in proper bourbon tastings, do we need to like do a palate cleanser? Yeah. Uh. I don't think it matters to the guy. <laughs> oh, and you're sipping water in between. Man. Carf, how much do you sell your mop flies for? I've had, I'm a couple cocktails in already tonight. <sighs> that boy, I'm <laughs> proud of you. It's like leaking all over my desk. It's not a problem. You're, you work from home. They can't get you for drinking. What if care. they can smell it through the computer? I doubt it. What does bullets say? They get any? How much can uh, you get for a return on this guy? Oh, the same five and fifteen. Same juice. All right. We got thirty cents right here. Ooh, but this bullet has got the limestone filtered water. Hmm. This one gives you all the. So, you know, if you were into like counting calories and stuff. So a lot of calories in this one. Yeah, 110 calories. Yeah, who who wants to know that when they're drinking? Yeah, I don't. So, so you'll enjoy this. Um, picking up the liquors from the Chewell today. Here comes this kid, and I will say this proudly: uh, any of you wearing skinny jeans, stop that. <laughs> wearing skinny jeans, like hair slicked back, like carrying like four cases of White Claw. Mm, yeah. Getting into his like tinted out red Lexus. And I can only imagine going to listen to like techno house party music or Taylor Swift. Hmm. Is there any techno Taylor Swift? I I would imagine there's been some techno band that has covered Taylor Swift. I mean, she got a new album out, right? Didn't she get a new one? I don't know. So somebody posted something. It's very, it's very possible. I'm not up on my Taylor Swift, but uh, T Swift is not at the top of my uh, 
my listening listening game. But no. so the bullet bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my like I use this for like my everyday bourbon. Not that I have drinks every day, but um, like a lunch, like a lunch, like a lunch bourbon, breakfast it's like, bourbon. It's like after breakfast bourbon. Bourbon and pancakes. Yeah, I mean it's bourbon maple syrup, mm. but uh, it's good. It's a good mixer, I would say. Um, I have some. I've got. Uh, I got one bottle of Bullet. That's like a ten-year-old something. That's pretty good. It's a good sipper. Oh, they make like a like fancy like single yeah. barrel limited release stuff that you can get. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it you can you know, and it's kind of double the price, but it's a sipper, not a mixer. But I would definitely say that bullet straight up is a good mixer. Good old old fashioned. What do you think the best bourbon would be for pancakes? Any. <laughs> <laughs> So the question would be, would you pour it on after you made the pancakes or would you add it to the batter? Oh, it'd probably be delicious in batter. I think you're right. And then just some, some like straight, I would assume that you're like a normal maple syrup guy or you straight Aunt Jemima. Um, it's funny for pancakes. I'm a brown sugar guy. Oh, you just brown sugar and butter. Yep. But waffles and French toast syrup all the way syrup syrup i'll take the real stuff or the fake stuff real stuff's good yeah i feel like the real stuff every now and then gets kind of grainy yeah sense it can get runny too it's like seems real thin yeah yeah especially if you're doing like belgian waffles with the the big you know the, the trays if you will yeah you want that thicker stuff to fill fill that stuff up i feel mm-hmm. like but i do make an old-fashioned with maple syrup and cinnamon that's outstanding and then if you want to if i get real fancy i'll candy some bacon cinnamon mm, it's good are so are you like substituting the sugar for no, the cinnamon just, like just, just a little adding. little dash of cinnamon if you can find cinnamon uh maple syrup that yeah. works okay but it's like way expensive and not everybody <laughs> likes you know cinnamon maple syrup Spicy, but, spicy syrup. So I just use maple syrup and just put a little dash of regular old cinnamon, stir it up, and then you put a little maple syrup on some bacon and uh, cook that in the oven. And then right when it comes out of the oven, put some black pepper on it. Um, that sounds pretty it, good. It is. Let it cool. And you put put that in your... Hey, what happened to the fancy nosing? The fancy what? Weren't you going to smell it and talk about how it oh. smells? Okay, so <laughs> smells like smells like gasoline. This bourbon bullet smells of uh, I don't know. It smells good. It smells like I want to drink it. <laughs> it's, like, it's a little more vanilla, a little more lighter. I would say I don't get the caramel that we're getting out of the Buffalo Trace. I will say that. But I'm also I only have like one nostril. Car says get rid of the question. I don't know how to get rid of the question. I don't Carf. know either. I keep doing that, and it just keeps sitting there. Yeah, who put the question up there? Car. I, I like I tapped it and now it's just like there. It's impeding my view of Matt Evers. Uh yeah, I don't I can't somebody make I don't know how to make it go away, kids. Somebody tell us how to make this question go away. It's it's Carf's it's Carf's fault. I mean that's and well most everything everyone. Nope, Did you make it go away? It. Yeah, I don't know how to make it go away. I <laughs> I did tap it, Carf. Tap it. We are tapping it, Carf. I tap it, and then it comes up, 
and then it which happened it real good <laughs> i feel like this is i good. swipe it and i tap it up did and you, down did you swipe swipe left or right on it, it see and that's the thing i don't even know what that means mm-hmm. i feel like there's a little bit more of like a is tobacco yeah i can taste it so upon tasting the ball mm-hmm. of bourbon i like it you like that over the buffalo i do i'll be uh, by tomorrow to get your bottle of buffalo i mean i'm not it'll be here for <laughs> once we can actually go back to in-person podcasts um it'll be here at the house so we can make pancakes in the morning with it <laughs> yeah i it see it doesn't smell sweet but then when you actually taste it i feel like it tastes sweet yeah i can get that oh that was a good yeah i'd say the the buffalo you can get a, a better nose or smell on it whereas the bullet doesn't have as much aroma but i like the flavor of it better yeah it's a little bit lighter yeah maybe maybe that's what it is maybe i like the lighter stuff because I'm weak. Overall, good. A keeper. Keeper. This next bottle, I'm actually quite familiar with. This is this is uh, Grant's jam. The Woodford Reserve. Um, what I make Wisconsin old fashions. No, I don't think Wisconsin you can call old fashions old fashioned if you put bourbon in it. Hey, if you're north of Highway 10, you can put whiskey or bourbon in your old fashioned. No, I think they're all brandy. If you're going to call it a proper Wisconsin. Yes, Toby. Uh, this is a uh, bourbon review. We're on a bottle number three, which is Woodford Reserve. Um, yes, I enjoy Woodford. I think Woodford's great for old fashioned or sipping. I do prefer it with ice. Um, not a lot of ice, but a little bit of ice. It's pretty good when it's cooled down. Uh, Brandy, my friend, is the only allowed in Wisconsin old fashions. Travis, I agree. Uh, whatever, guys. If you're going to call it a Wisconsin, it's got to have the brandy. Uh, <laughs> this is not the hill I want to die on, but that is a conversation I would like to have. <laughs> I, will, I will say this right now. Brandy old fashions are not my jam. No? Nope. They have their place. They're like on a fish fry. Like if you're at a fish fry in Northern Wisconsin and there's no good looking like whiskey or bourbons behind the bar and you know that bartender only knows one thing and it's a brandy old fashioned, you yeah. order the brandy old fashioned. Minus that, don't order it. We're, we're working on three tonight, Toby. This is number three. This is number three. Uh, this one smells like rubbing alcohol. It does have a bad smell to it. You know, as far as aromas go, out of the three between the Buffalo Trace, the Bullet, and the Woodford, I would put Bullet is number one, Buffalo is number two, and Woodford is number three. As far as yeah. the old smell factory smell. goes. Uh, Dustin, nope, I am not trying that one. We'll take a bottle if you want to do this one. Yeah, if you want to talk about it. We will absolutely. I, Vicry, Vicry, I'm assuming. Vicry, 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 something. Yeah, this one I would say would be the least smell, least points for smelling. Yeah. 
Well, we should, that's what we should have done. We should have done like scores, charts and graphs and things of that nature. Maybe we can do that on future bourbon tastings. Yeah. As we, you know, figure out an excuse to just grow our collection of bourbon in our houses, we use this as an avenue to get there. Yeah. But I figure we should probably taste a few because we should probably bring at least a bottle or two to the Bighorn in April. Yeah. For warmth. Really for warmth. Do you think we're going to have an April? I mean, are they going to yes. happen or is they going to shut it down again? I don't think they'll shut it down. No. Um, I think... Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, Montana's kind of behind... I feel like what Minnesota has been going through with the whole COVID thing, but hopefully they go through that like next month or January. And then they, they have their spike, they have their spike and then they let us in come April. I hope so at least. Cause I know uh, this spring, a lot of the reservations were like stopping people at the border at, yeah. the, at the edge of the reservation saying, yeah. I know Wisconsin did that on the reservations too. Yeah. So fingers crossed, everybody. Uh, we'll get to go to the Bighorn. Well, I know Scott from uh, the Fly Angler, him and a couple of buddies were just on the Bighorn, I think a couple of weeks, last week, week before. Um, so as long as I think things, excuse me, don't go sideways. I think we're going to be just, just fine. Hope so. If not, so. we're just going to have to go like car camp down in southeastern Minnesota and uh, with uh, dogs on the side of the road. With a tote full of bourbon. <laughs> all all of the bourbon how do you guys stay warm at night bourbon and spooning right we gotta get those sleeping bags that like zip together you know yeah uh travis suggests bringing a bottle of bourbon as a peace offering for giving people covid hmm. appreciate that it's a good idea i think that's been tried i don't think they appreciate it i don't know that bourbon is the correct peace offering when trying to get into uh Across the reservations to the Bighorn. So what do you think of this one? Taste one. Not my favorite straight. You know, the three that we've had tonight. I can't say that. Like, I'd be like, yeah, Woodford, let's go drink that straight. I think I would, that's why I use it in old fashioned so much. I would say if you, somebody wanted to like start drinking bourbon, Woodford would be a real good one. Because it doesn't have a lot of the, like the, when you had the Buffalo and you did the, you know. Um, it's real smooth. doesn't have a whole lot of like punchy in your face kind of stuff. Um, it's a good training wheel bourbon, I think. Yeah. Hopefully we can, uh, get out to the big corn come April. But so what kind of, uh, what kind of flies are we suggesting for an April big horn, big horn trip? Um, midges and blooming olives. All day. All day. All day, every day. Yep. No, Water is going to be cold, so we don't have to get up early. I like um, that. And in the evenings, it's like like every day, one between one and one thirty, uh, olives come off, and then they'll kind of taper off around three ish, and then about four thirty, five o'clock till way dark, it's midges coming off, and then you can nymph all day long to that if you want. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've done that April trip probably about a dozen times. A lot. It's a, it's clockwork. I'm looking forward to it. Last time I was out there, well, 
we were out there was like that September timeframe. Yeah. Um, and we did, I don't know. I think the majority of the fish we caught was probably nymphing. Um, tried to do some streamer fishing, um, half-ass attempted some dry fly fishing just cause I was terrible at it at that point. But I feel like I should, I need to try the bullet again. You're going to, you're going to work your way backwards. Not? Yeah. We're going through from the front again. How do we do this? Just huh? whatever you want. Let's do Buffalo Trace. Let's go from the beginning. Okay. Did you just say I don't know how to do this? Do I go through the again? <laughs> yes. Hi. My wife is very concerned <laughs> about the terms that I'm using about go through the front again. Always go through the front. When he's with me, he goes through the front. When I'm with Matt, I go through the front. <laughs> it's it's whiskey. Okay. It's whiskey. It's nice. It's what Matt calls the bourbon hug. Thank you. You guys have fun. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Ashley. Thanks, Ashley. You're the best. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Matt, for coaching him. He's been uh, he's he, he needs a little work. I'm trying, trying my best. He's trying his best. Oh, I can hear. Him. No, see, I forget that. Yeah. There's no. She can't hear me. She can. It's coming out of the phone. It's coming out of the front. <laughs> it's coming out of the front, out the back. <laughs> of course. Uh, all right, Buffalo round number two. All right, Buffalo Trace round number two. We're going to see. Smell it again. It's got a good smell. See, I'm getting uh, congested uh, with a little bit of the bourbon tasting. So if I take deep smells, oh, the Buffalo Trace helps clear that out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe you need a little water, sippy sip. Or not. There's water in here somewhere. Um, yeah. But you didn't you know, you know, get the that time. I did. Shoot. I forget the steps. You have to smell. Smell, smell. I don't think you got a swirl, but swirl. Again. Sniff. Rub your head oh. and pat your tummy. <laughs> and drink the whiskey. It's good when you're a couple in. No, no, that it helps. still burns the nostrils. I don't think the other ones do that to me. I think you just need to drink more, and then your nostrils get like uh, scar tissue, callous, like callous, yeah, callous no scar tissue over. Um, because like I don't get that, but definitely has a better smell. I think. The smell is good. I like it. I think it's pretty good. Pretty smooth. Buffalo Trace does have a good smell. I still, I don't know. I still like the smell. Off that. We'll have to play this game again when we try the bullet next. Okay. Are we going to, how many rounds are we going to go through? Till they're gone? Till they're gone. Um, anybody watching right now, we do have a question for you. If there are any bourbons you would like us to taste test we had one suggestion out of one out of Duluth um yeah I should write that down Vicry 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 something um oh, yeah, yeah I'll get as close I'll get as close um that one's supposed to be good question though you being the bourbon guy is it possible for a bourbon to be from Duluth no but it could be a whiskey Carf is, is um sending <laughs> my wife messages now because he hasn't ruined our night enough 
Uh, Jay Henry's um, is Wisconsin made. So is the the bourbon thing is like it's it's got to be from Kentucky, right? Uh, I don't know that it's. I'm not. I'm not huge into like all the technicalities, but um, yeah, I don't know what. I know it's got to be in like new oak barrels. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it would be a whiskey if it's from. I don't know. We'll look into that. We'll be more prepared. More prepared with notes. for next time. What is a what makes bourbon bourbon? Bourbon versus whiskey. Right. I was always told that bourbon only comes from Kentucky. That could be. For why I do not know. Because that's where bourbon's from. That is from where's bourbon from. Suppose you can't be a cheesehead and be from Minnesota. Oh. But yeah, I mean we've got I don't know, I have a fairly decent collection. Enough. But uh We'll get Grant on board where he's not going. I'm getting there. I feel like I feel like COVID has allowed you. We call it COVID. Um, I feel like COVID has allowed you to expand your bourbon collection. It has. COVID has um, made day drinking or early evening drinking perfectly acceptable. And I think uh, beer beer got a little old, and cocktails and whiskey have taken over for me anyways i i would i would agree um i i found tequila oh, i can't like do tequila. good tequila um you know back around cinco de mayo and i haven't really turned you know turned back since then it's been i don't know if it's a good or a bad thing but hey, joel's here oh joel joel, joel you're, you, you missed we're on like round two of our bourbon tasting we are well, it's like he just joined because we yeah. just we just finished the first bottle. Well, first taster. Yeah, we're doing Buffalo, Bullet, and Woodford. Bullet's taste. next. And we're we're on round two of each. Now, do you rinse your glass out in between? So you don't get any cross contamination. Yep, just rinse it. <laughs> just rinse it. All right, bullet round number two. Number two. I'm going to remember to smell it this time. Smell it. Waft. A little more alkali, alcoholically. Yeah. Yeah. I I think this would get in trouble. I think this would get you in trouble uh, with a game warden on the smell of your breath more than the Buffalo Trace. Uh, you think? Well, yeah. I don't know that it matters, but maybe. Where is Woodford? Oh, it says Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. They're all from Kentucky. So, Buffalo Trace is from Franklin County. Joel says Angel's Envy. I've heard that's pretty good. Joel, is that a sweet one? I feel like it's like, I feel like Four Roses is sweet. And I feel yep. like Angel's Envy is sweet. Yeah, I think they're pretty. I've got four roses. Well, that's what I almost ended up having to get because Buffalo Trace, as I said, wasn't on the shelf. But once asked, um, my neighbor brought me a bottle from Chicago, Caval, K O V A L, I believe. 
and it's made in Chicago, and that is really good. That made one heck of a old fashioned. Uh, Travis, Travis has an interesting. Put it on your hands and rub together to get the smell. Yeah, Travis, we don't have like the proper whiskey drinking glasses. Maybe next time. Grant's got his cup. He had hot cocoa. In. I did. I was having hot cocoa all day today. It was fantastic. <laughs> that that should be that actually should be like a drinking game with you and your buddies. Like you have to take like a legit sip of something and not react. Oh, it's not. It doesn't taste bad. It's just it kind of does a little once over up your nose. Yeah, like after you swallow, it comes back up in the back of your nose. That's what it is. The waft. It's like mm-hmm. uh, it's like tumbling of the river water. You know, coming through. Yeah, it's like an eddy. By the way, just finished that book. What was that? Twenty nine days, I think was the name of it. Of the kid that was on a canoe trip for like twenty nine days up like Northwest Territory, got attacked by a grizzly bear. Oh yeah, I heard about that. From a camp like in northern Minnesota, he's like out of Duluth. Um, it took me two weeks to finish the last like sixty pages because it was too detailed and gruesome of how they were caring for the wound and then retelling what the actual attack was. Like I've never woken up from a nightmare, <laughs> like never woke up from a night terror or like nightmares before. I sure did from reading that. Like to the point where like yeah. Ashley's like shaking me and like you wake up, you're fine. I'm like <laughs> grizzly bear was chasing me down. No, the bear is gonna eat me. I know. I thought I was gonna die from a grizzly bear attack in Minnesota. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's good, and then it's like, and then it's not. Uh, it's fine. So, yeah, I mean, if you can handle tequila, you should be able to handle. A- See, the thing about tequila is, and I think this would be the same thing for me. I like it super cold. Yeah, I think that's the key. What I would be driving for, super cold. But maybe then you lose some of the flavor. I don't know. No. I mean, it's just like adding water. True. Well, it depends on which speed you decide to drink it at. Yeah. Um, I tell you what is a um, bourbon that you and I have both had that I don't know that we need to have. Maybe they've improved it. Did they call it a bourbon that one down in um, Spring Grove? Oh, yeah. They called it bourbon, didn't they? Maybe it was. It, that was some harsh stuff. Yeah. Let's see if I can. Now they made some solid old fashions. Let's they did. Rock filter distillery. Rock filter distillery in Spring Grove. Good old fashions, but they had like a house bourbon that they started making theirs because I think they originally were using Bullet before they had their own bourbon. No, I don't. I think it was always their stuff as long okay. as I've ever been there. All right. Uh, let's see what their website says. I'm misremembering them. Uh, are you 21? You betcha. You betcha. So they call theirs um, bourbon whiskey. So maybe, and they're, yeah, maybe, maybe you can call it bourbon if you're not from Kentucky. Maybe the bourbon mafia is disbanded out of the bluegrass state. Could be. Maybe they've been killed off by. Well, but yeah, their stuff is is pretty good. Um, it's wicked expensive for what it is. 
Um, yeah, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't like horrible, but uh, you can Maybe. find it up. You can find it somewhere around. You know, some like your stores up here. That's it, Rock Filter Distillery. Maybe it was um, just the consistency at which the bartender was pouring those old fashions. Maybe, but they've got. Let's see. Two, four, six, eight, eight different whiskeys. Eight different whiskeys. Yeah. Are they just like all flavored whiskeys? No, I mean they've got a, a couple of rye. Uh, if you want a, uh, in my opinion, rye whiskeys. They're, they're not my favorite. I'm more of a, a bourbon. Yeah. So when we were talking about bourbons, I said I had a bottle of Woodford rye. That was an accidental buy. That was one of those grabbed the bottle of Woodford, walked out the store. I'm like, oh, it's got a green label. Got home. I was like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Travis Eagle Rare is good. I've had that before. It's same place that makes Buffalo Trace makes Eagle Rare. Ooh. So how is how do you feel about your uh, round two of Bullet? Uh, same. Um, I would still... If I was going to rate them, it'd be buff. It'd be the order we went in: Buffalo Bullet and Woodford would be my last. So you'd be more willing to put soda with Woodford than you would Buffalo Trace. Be more willing to push Woodford to the back of the cabinet and bring it out for guests that um, you like. Didn't like. <laughs> so if your brother, or when Joel, you come over, so if your brother Joel was coming over, would Woodford be at the front? Of the cabinet or the back of the cabinet? Uh, Joel gets Phillips. Oh, that boy. Yeah, Phillips brand. Or Old Crow. I almost bought some Old Crow. Uh, Joel and I were at uh, our uncle's one time, and we kind of like raided their liquor cabinet. <laughs> and uh, they had, it was in a plastic bottle. Oh, God. And I remember it oh, had, sick. I remember it had a picture of like this cartoon for some reason I thought it was like a German dude. And it just said, it just said scotch on it. <laughs> Not like, like a brand. Or nothing. It was like, like a cartoon lettering of scotch. And that stuff was horrible, horrible. I mean, there wasn't enough ginger ale or seven up or anything to mix with that to get it to taste good. In college was found that Dr. Pepper. Yeah. You wanted to kill the taste of something. Dr. Dr. Pepper, Pepper was that or just straight pickle juice. <laughs> Like yeah. it was a white liquor, pickle juice. I was gonna say pickle juice and, and whiskey. I think would be horrible. Well, yeah. Go try. Go get. You got pickles? I do. Go get some. I, I want to see the. I want to see the face. Pickle juice and whiskey makes. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, then I'll definitely. Ash will find me like sleeping underneath my desk tonight. <laughs> well, she already told you you're stuck downstairs. I'm not. I'm not allowed upstairs. That's fair. All right, Woodford number two. See, I didn't shudder on that one. No, oh, you're getting there. You're growing up. I'm a grown boy. <laughs> yeah, again, it just doesn't even smell like anything. It's good starter whiskey. It's just say training wheels on it. Now, what if we took a little bit of all three? Oh, boy. Together? See, I knew at some point this was going to happen. Kamikaze. 
this reminds me of of bad bad decisions I've seen happen. Um, uh, you don't got to drive anymore. It's true, which is nice. Um, my car, although speaking of not driving anywhere. Yeah, when was the last time you drove that? Well, when I cleaned the garage last week and I drove it from the from the driveway inside the inside the garage. Um, <laughs> you have both cars in the garage? Yeah, I know, right? It was a big it was a big movement. <laughs> Maybe next time we'll do a tequila review and I'll make that face. You will, hundred percent. I I don't like tequila. I, see, I don't know that I want to do that to you. I feel like if you can drink tequila, like enjoy it. Um, I do like I do enjoy the taste of bourbon. It's just the initial. It hits, you know, the feels in the mouth. That's what it does. It hits in the front. It's, oh, <laughs> just the front, not the back. No. I like it. I don't know. I made a, I made the mistake one time, like, I don't know. I was like in my thirties and I decided I needed a drink. So I thought scotch would be my drink. And I made a rule that I won't go any lower than like straight arm out. Like if I have to bend over to get it, I don't even want to drink. Sounds like an well, expensive that, game. It was, it turned into, it was bad. So I started out with like good scotches and, uh, yeah, it's hard to find much anything else to drink after after good scotches. Did you ever drink Lafroig? Oh uh, no. It's I don't like the PD. PD smoky things are not my, my deal. I was gonna say that's we always used to um you know, growing up we'd play bar games and force people to take shots, and that was always one of them we'd force them to take because I always thought it reminded me of shoe polish and gasoline. That's a good way to put it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, the PD, the Isle Scotches, and they're not my favorites. I like them. Yeah. Should go, yeah, should we go for this, the, the bourbon Wapatui? Yes, come on. All right, I'm going to do it. All right. So a little, a little bit of three. So we got a little bit of Buffalo, Trace. Now all the bourbon purists right now are like, oh, these guys are stupid. Why are they doing that? A little bullet. Ooh, you know, it's the good stuff because it's not screw top. And then some Woodford. That's a good pour. I think Joe would be proud of us right now. Where is Joe? Oh, I thought about inviting him, but can you get I know, him? I know his weekends are sacred. I know. Now, how does this one? He's a busy man. Mm, this smells like straight up fire. Don't light a match. Is it fire? Yeah. Oh, mm. <laughs> that must be the. Maybe I don't know what would make that because I don't feel any of them on their own smell this way. My glass isn't smoking. Now, when it sits a little bit, and some of the alcohol it dies down, evaporates. It, it gets a lot better. <laughs> You know, I'm just checking the proofs of all this. 45, 45. They're all about 45. Do you think they're all straight 45? Because Woodford, well, Buffalo says 45. Woodford Buffalo likes to say 45. it's 45.2. Yeah, you know, two tenths of a proof percent, you know. <laughs> that could make a big difference when driving your Prius. All right, I'm going in. Oh, that's not good. Oh, 
Oh. That's not good. That was a bad haul. Uh, how can three things that taste pretty good on their own taste so horrible together? Oh, uh, well, uh, you know. <laughs> ah, gross. <laughs> I put a little water in that one. Right. Uh, don't don't mix them. That's a bad idea. You heard it here first, kid. <laughs> Do not wapatui whiskey. Uh, no, I don't. I don't get it. How can three good things be bad? Well, I mean, I can think of a lot of three different things that would be bad together. Okay, a little water helps. Does it? Yeah, it does. I don't know if you have any with you. I will. Bong. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was bad. Um. Again, don't mix bullet, Buffalo Trace, and Woodford, and think you're gonna get something good. Oh. Yeah, that was that's not good. Oh. Oh. Did you try them straight at all? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not good, is it? It was bad. Like you're, you're right. I don't know why. <laughs> you think if you had like a brownie, a chocolate chip cookie, and a piece of cake, and you smooshed them all together, that'd be amazing. It's great. It's gonna taste great. Yep. Or like pretty much any three flavors of ice cream together. Yeah. Would not taste that bad. No, it's bad. Or like a filet, a porterhouse, and ribeye together. Would taste great. Yeah. Mancini's. Oh. Mancini's makes a good old fashioned. They do. Um, um, yeah. So maybe. Ask, ask my wife how good they are. <laughs> You know, next, you know, when COVID ends, maybe we can go to Mancini's again. I just want to go sit in the lounge. The lounge is where it's at. I would and, you uh, could... call an Uber and just call it a day. Yeah. Go, go to Mancini's and we go to St. Paul um, Hotel. Hotel and, and get some really expensive scotch. Yeah. <laughs> call it a day. Oh, oh, that was bad. Don't mix it. I would, I would. Just like for the record to be that um, that was your idea. It was my idea. I didn't think it'd be that bad. Typically, I'm the one that generates the really bad ideas. Um, <sighs> it feels good to be done with it, though. See, that's that's a good thing about doing something bad like that. When you're done, it feels so good. You know, it's like, ooh, I made it through. We're, we're good. <sighs> Do you think that's how Oregon feels about allowing people to smoke crack right now? <laughs> like, ah! so bad but uh, it feels it'll so good, good now that it's passed it'll be good when it's done I don't know I don't know I tend to stay out of that stuff <sighs> it's fun though I mean it was you know pile, pile on all the other fun stuff the 2020 election year is <laughs> I, I tell you what topical this in in my 44 times around the sun this has been the most interesting I can tell you that it is 2020 is I will be glad when it is done. Even if 2021 is equal or worse, this was the first horrible year I've ever had. I mean, I want to go back to like late nineties, early two thousands. Everybody's having fun. Good years. Um, no COVID. No, everybody got along. It was awesome. 
I can't wait for like 15 years down the road when Margaret's 15. And I can be like, so let me tell you about the year you were born. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the world yeah. almost shit exploded. Um, and people. It was were, a shit show. People went to the streets to try and kill each other. Um, yeah. But the good news is, is the fish are still alive. Yeah. Which uh, do you follow? uh can't think of his name right now. He works at Bob Mitchell's Fly Shop. He's one of the guides. Harf. Oh, no. He actually knows how to fish. Um, he does the TU Trout in the Classroom stuff. Anyway, he... Evan? Yeah. He posted a video on Facebook last week um, of them putting the stalkers in that lake oh, yeah. in Rapids Dam. Yep. Oh, those are some giant fish. Yeah, if you want to catch big trout, um, look, find the trout lakes around the metro area because that's where uh, the DNR stocks their older brood stock. Yeah, the, the trout that they use for um, spawning for to get uh, fish for the rivers when they get old and can't spawn no more, <laughs> uh, they, they stock them into lakes and they're big and they're fun to catch. They're real fun to. They bring them up from the Lanesboro hatchery, right? Because that's yeah. where they all come out of. Um, Christmas Lake's a good one. That's a, a metro lake, uh, western suburbs. Um, good ice fishing. I have ice fish for them. They're a lot of fun. Big fish. Elmo, Wisconsin. Lake Elmo. Well, I think that's the one over by Coon Rapids. I think it starts at the sea. I can't remember the name of it. By the Coon Rapids Dam. Um, it's... Uh, that one they stock because they open up that season like the first or second week of January or something like that. Um, they've got big signs. Like if you go there, like right now, they've got big signs. You can't fish from the shore and you can't fish, um, can't fish via boat on it from it either. Like it's strictly like they stock it to go out there and you, you ice fish for these things. Well, if it ever gets cold, we should go fish on. That'd be fun. We've, we have three bottles of bourbon we can take with us. We have six bottles of bourbon that we can take with us. <laughs> we do. <laughs> and the good news is, is the Coon Rapids Dam is stumbling distance from my house. Yes, that's what I mean. Yep. Uh, we can have, you know. Have the wife come. Drop come us off, us. pick us up, um, bring us snacks, food. Yeah. See, they should, they got to make uh, bourbon flavored um, schnapps. Because I, I don't think I've ever gone ice fishing with any beverage other than the stops yes well um college with all the polish kids was always blackberry brandy otherwise known as zhenovka which is pretty much a schnapps it's schnapps yeah we did we did one time get a keg and rig up um a bunch of tubing to all the ice shacks and like the keg was outside one guy's ice shack and he'd pump it up every once in a while and then everybody had like a spigot like a valve on the plastic tubing um to run beer to your your ice shack that's that's pretty good that's it works genius i'm actually quite impressed by that maneuver thanks (laughs) is it over it's over grant you can be done Oh, well, let's get Grant to Shirley Temple. Oh, dude, don't even tempt me with a good time. That would be amazing. <laughs> Did I tell you we made grasshoppers the other day? Uh, no. 
They're they're pretty good. They brought me back to being like twelve. <laughs> so did you hand hand make them or you throw them in the blender? No, the blender. This yeah. is this is modern times, man. There was a there was a supper club back in Monaco that on the on the radio ad. So back in the day, the radio ad they advertised that they handmade their ice cream drinks at the bar. So I came home from college. I think 30 of us walked in there at like 9.30 on a Friday or Saturday We want night. grasshoppers. Yep. You ever have a pink squirrel? Yes. Those are good too. Uh, what's the other one? Golden Golden Cadillac? I think is Never another one. Um, I'm going to look that one up. Um, pink squirrel's good though. Well, we did get kicked out of the bar that night and he refused to make us <laughs> anymore. Out. He's like, I'm not making that many. I was like, whatever, man. Fuck you, old man. Maybe we got damn. Can you swear on that? I think so. Well, I don't know. Mark Zuckerberg will kick us off if he feels the need. Facebook and Instagram are the same thing, right? I think so. I think they still are. Oh, there it is. Golden Calic Cadillac. Let's see what Calicac. Calicac. The Cacalac. You don't come back no more. Oh, it's got some fancy drinks. It's not an ice cream drink. I thought it was an ice cream drink. It says uh, Gilano. Gelato? Gelano. G-I-L-L-I-A-N-O. La Antonico. I don't speak Italian. All right. Golden Cadillac. Look like Golden Cadillac ice cream. Maybe we got to add ice cream. Yeah. Whoa, here you go. With ice cream. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There's one. Mr. Boston drinks. I'd say I know that wasn't just like a random, hey, let's... Creme de cacao. 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 <laughs> Gelano and half and half. There's no ice cream. Yeah, there's one of them. No, see, the one I'm looking at, Golden Cadillac from Food Network. It's, that's legit. Food, yeah, Food Network. Vanilla ice cream, Grand Marnier, creme de cacao, and orange juice. See, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that. Whoa. Speaking of ice cream, I do ice cream now sounds good. I feel like are the three bourbons, if I was gonna pour one over ice cream, I would pour the the bullet. Yeah. I think that's your so you, you graduated from, from Woodford to Bullet. I'm I stepped, I leveled up tonight. Um it's a big it's a big move uh, yeah. for me. Um, I'd like to thank you for walking me through the process through the front, um, which is nice. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't have like an official like tasting like we talked about, like with other people with you going <laughs> and have like actual good. Um, oh, I could have, I could have kept a probably not. No, there's, there's no way I would have kept a straight face on that one. Yeah, it's old fashioned, though. I can, I can get through it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we like I said, starting this night out, we, I was a couple cocktails in. Um, the wife and I had uh, one with gin. I've never been a big gin fan. More ghosts? More ghosts. Yeah. Just checking. I but like uh, this this gin one was pretty good. Uh, I was trying to think what the first one we had. Oh, we had like a rum. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it had rum. Had some 151 in it, so it was pretty. Oh wow! You guys actually have one fifty one in the house. Oh yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It. uh, I'm trying to think. What do you make with one fifty one? 
I don't make anything with it, but I like add it to things. It's a it's a mixer. Just like a little let's let's turn this up a notch. Let's add some one fifty one in here. Yeah. So oh, it was called the El Presidente. Oh, um, I thought you posted a picture of that on that. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. Um it's uh Curacao, uh grenadine, and Bacardi or any kind of like clear rum. Yeah. Blanc, Blanco rum. And then uh yeah, give her a little shaky shake. And this time tonight we pour it over ice and then you top it with a little 151. Pretty tasty. A floater of 151. Do you then yeah. light it on fire and see what happens? Uh no, because you will blow your house up. <laughs> have you uh have you guys gotten into using like egg whites to froth uh, up your drinks yet? I have not done like a, a proper whiskey sour with the egg white yet. It's but good. It's coming. It's we're we're getting there. We've got quite the liquor cabinet. Like we we were talking earlier about COVID and, and liquor. Um, we have quite the bottle selection at the house now. I I need to find this. Um, my buddy Eric, um, who I used to live with in the Northeast, has got the recipe for it. But it was called the Valkyrie, um, and it was from a bar in Madison. And yeah, they they served it to you in this like, you know, martini-ish glass yeah. or whatever. But it was egg whites and some sort of whiskey or bourbon and a bunch of other shit and put together. And it was the most delicious thing I've ever drank in my entire life. Yeah. But they charged you like 12 bucks a piece for them. But yeah, because it's got a bunch of liquor. But you wanted to drink about 100 of them. <laughs> yeah, like the wife has been big on... Uh... Randy Alexander's lately. Those, Those are pretty are good. tasty. I, I can get on board with that. Um, yeah, the, but like mixing cocktails, man. I tell you what, those whew, when you're when you've come from like drinking beer and then you start up with the cocktails, they go fast. <laughs> and you go from like like happy hour doesn't even make it an hour. Nope. It's like happy half hour. <laughs> And you're like two drinks in and like how did this happen? Where where have I been? How did we Where's my pants? <laughs> <laughs> and why am I in the front lawn? <laughs> and who are these people? Why am I on fire? Oh, <laughs> uh, grab your green hat. <laughs> grab your green hat. See this. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. <laughs> help my friend. Help my friend Ricky. He's on fire. That's what that's what seven bourbons does. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I suppose that's what just happened. And then that last one was terrible. It was horrible. It was bad. I need to clean that out of my mouth. Well, if anybody's listening, come find us on a bridge somewhere down in southeastern Minnesota. Although, I don't know if you follow the, I think it's like Minnesota Driftless fly fishing or trout fishing. Yep. Dudes posting photos of fish saying where they were fishing. Like last weekend, some guy was fishing for trout at Katie. And then, like, four dudes blowing him up saying he's outside of boundaries because you can't. Yeah, it's not Katie open. right now. No. Or is it Carly? Isn't it Katie? Katie, Katie Creek is in Wisconsin. What's that state park just north of Whitewater? The campground. I don't know. I thought it was Katie. No, I don't think uh, so. They got rainbows. Um, but you can fish in state parks. If it's a park, you can fish. But no, you can you can fish whitewater. Yeah. 
this one you can't is not on the list of places where you can fish though not all state parks in minnesota are open to my knowledge uh which one is this one because it's up route two or is that 25 i don't remember there it is nope there's the quick trip i can't find the park carly carly state park yeah um because the North Fork of the Whitewater goes through there and it's full of stock, you know, football rainbows. That is not part of the 24, you know, 12, 12 months a year, 24 hours a day fishing play. But yeah, there was some of that. And then some guy today was like calling out people that were fishing outside the uh, Whitewater State Park boundary lines. I believe it. Which, I mean, I'm not surprised. I don't know if it's lack of education or ignorance, but yeah, it's one and the same. True. But anywho, I think, yeah, we should uh, definitely go down there and hit up, uh, hit up the backwaters of the quick trip. Yep. Get some chili dogs, chili dogs, some, uh, those molasses cookies. Oh, those are fabulous. <sighs> those chili dogs are fabulous. Um, yeah, and we looked to see, it was like 500 bucks. You can buy the chili dispenser and cheese dispenser. In one, two in really? one. Yeah. I thought I sent you that link one time. It wasn't horrible. Does your Ford have the 120 plug in the back of it? Yes. So we could heat up some chili and cheese. That's what I'm saying. We could just plug that in before we go fishing and come back to... And roller dogs. Now, if we can get a roller dog and chili cheese dispenser in one unit, that would be good. Yep. Roller dogs. Oh, dude. I I go to Quick Trip like once a week to get ice, and I walk past the roller dogs, and it's. Why don't you get one? You're an adult. You can do whatever you want. I know, but you're right. Tomorrow, I will get a roller dog. I think I really think like the bullet and the Buffalo trace with like a really hard ice, like super cold chilled. So you don't get a lot of water in it. I think would be a good mix. The Buffalo trace makes a really good, um, like Manhattan. I feel it. Play, I mean, if you want to get like all fancy drink terminology, Manhattan's is vermouth, right? Vermouth. Um, yeah, there's something, <laughs> all this, all this whiskey. I can't think of vermouth. Um. Yeah, I think it's just removed. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, edit, edit, I can't do talk either. No, edit this part out. But it, it makes I a really good Manhattan. <laughs> no, it makes a good just sweet vermouth. No, something else too. You're using up my phone. I can't look it up. I remember so when I was like 12 or 13, one of my first deer camps away from like my dad we got back somebody shot a buck so we all had shots of like jaeger so it was like 12 or 13 yeah, rylander wisconsin i know where that is it's uh uh bitters angostura vermouth and uh whiskey bourbon bourbon um they're pretty tasty and i feel the buffalo trace mixes with those you know those the flavors of the um, vermouth better that'd than be pretty good most but um so manhattan thing so like i said i was 12 or 13 get back 
dude shot a buck. It's in there. Jagger shots. And then, you know, all the old guys are sitting around. We're all playing cribbage. They're like, well, what do you want to drink? I'm like, well, I'll have a Manhattan too. <laughs> they make me a Manhattan for me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, I was like 12. I don't even think I could have drank a beer at that point. Uh, Speaking of deer, you got a, a nice one. Yeah, I got one like legit deer, and then I got one deer that might as well have been tied to a post. Tied to a post. But there's a nice anything, deer. Though. It was cool. It was a cool experience. Um, so if anybody, any of you guys saw the post, so I did a deer hunt. And it's called Force Fantlers. It's a it's a game farm, if you will, up in northern Wisconsin, Harshaw area, man. It's near Rylander. They've got like 900 acres, high fence operation. They grow big deer. So the deer I shot, huge are, deer, huge deer. Um, the deer I got to shoot was um, naturally born deer. So it was born inside the fence, but it was not bred. <laughs> so it was just like a random, like, cause they got does and everything running around. This one didn't have, it wasn't tagged and nothing like that. And they called them, uh, what do they call them? Flyer. Cause they had that I think big, they call Fred. Was their name Fred? Fred. Fred the flyer. Yeah, that big flyer, you know, come off the left. Um, and my buddy was sending me photos of it like a couple weeks beforehand. He's like, this is the one we're going to shoot. I'm like, all right, let's shoot with a crossbow. Like, crossbow. That's no, your handicap. Well, you could, I think anything but a spear, I think I could have used to like harvest the deer if I wanted to. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm A, never going to hunt for deer that big my entire life. B, I'm never going to shoot a crossbow because I'm never going to spend two grand on a crossbow. I was like, well, let's give it a shot. He came in earlier in the day or in the morning because we shot it right in the morning, but he never got came in close. So Tom also had his Creed 6.5 Creedmoor with. He's like, well, here's the rifle. If you feel like you want to. And I, I looked at the watch. It was like 830 or something like that. I was like, all right, let's give it a shot. I had never shot that rifle before. And I've probably never shot a rifle over 50 yards before in my entire life. So I hit it the second time I pulled the trigger, missed it completely the first time. Like, <laughs> that wasn't in the video. I cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I completely missed it the first time. I'm like, I was like, Tom, I missed. He's like, yeah, dude, you missed it completely. And he kind of just sadly walked about 20 yards. I stopped. Well, that's as long as his leash was. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, Tom like hit this button and the collar like fell off. And then he's like, pull the trigger. And then that's when I hit him, <laughs> got him through the lungs on that other shot. That's a good shot though. I mean, he cool. could get a better shot. It was, um, he marked, it was 140 yards and that, I mean, dropped him just like that. So it was cool though. I'm, I'm excited. We're, we're going to get a bunch of it processed at uh, Maplewood Meats over in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So get some sticks and uh, maybe some jerky and stuff like that. But, you get the the uh, oh, head with it? The mouth? Yeah, he's... Uh, they keep that? Well, they have to send the skull into the state because the state wants all the skulls of all those farm deer to test. Um, but we took it to um, a buddy of ours, Monaco, that does taxidermy. He took it and he's going to put it on a, a skull plate for me. And then I can pick it up. We're going to go up there over Christmas. But yeah, shot that one. And then I got that six pointer, um, Minnesota opener, um, which is pretty cool too. That one shot with a 12 gauge slug, which they don't go far. Same thing. Double lung, <laughs> that, double lung that one. And he, he didn't even move. He no. legs, legs went straight out and he went down and then he just looked at me and then my buddies text me and they're like, uh, was that you? I was like, yeah, you're down. He's like, well, don't move. 
stay in the stand and wait for more deer. I said, <laughs> okay. So I just sit there for, and and if anybody's listening that in deer hunts and, and it's probably laughing at me thinking about this right now, but I'm like, really, I had to sit here for like another two and a half hours about I was in the stand looking over my left shoulder at this deer, just like laying there. I'm like, like, well, another one could have come in. I was like, and then what? Like shoot another one. It, it's crazy. Though. I mean, back when I deer hunted, um, the number of deer that have been shot while you're cleaning that first deer you shot. Cause you always have the rifle ready. Yeah. And it, it's like, I don't know. They, they must not get, I don't know if they feel comfortable with them. The smell of a gutted out deer. You think they'd like run the other way, but, um, I don't know. I've shot a couple and I know of several people who have shot, you know, it's like you, you're halfway through gutting and a deer walks by 10 feet away and you plug that one too. You know, if you think about it though, like trout fishing, right? <laughs> you've, you've seen it. And a lot of people have seen it before too, is you, you hook into a trout and it's wounded, right? When it's acting wounded and it's erratic and everything. And all of a sudden this bigger one comes up looking and chasing and looking for it. And I wonder if that has something to do with it too. Cause the bucks are like, Oh, I, I smell blood. I don't think deer eat other deer, but maybe <laughs> not eat, but they're like, well, I want to go whoop its ass. Maybe I, yeah, I could be down to my territory or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, I got a freezer full of, you, you have a ton of venison. I do. And we've been cooking a bunch of it and it's actually, I don't think Ashley had ever really had like proper venison before. And she's actually made cooked back straps. I think the day after I got home, cooked some steaks out of that. And then we made this, had to do the trendy thing and buy the meat eater cookbook. Cause I'm like, I have all this venison. I don't want it to go to waste. So we made this like root vegetable venison stew last weekend. Took an entire bottle of red wine, um, but tasted, tasted really good. Ate yeah. that for like four days. You know, how stews and soups go, they just get better. Yeah. You know, as they exactly. hang out. Um, and then like, a, you know, I made the jerky today. Uh, area man, if you want some venison, if you guys will eat it, I've got some, you can try it out. Um, and we use the ground venison. We've done a couple rounds of tacos out of it. Um, you know, sloppy I, Joe's makes great sloppy Joe's. Probably. Um, I want to do, I want to take, cause I've got that pig that we got earlier this year too. I didn't shoot the pig, bought the pig. Um, do like half and half venison and, and, and pork sausage and make like meatballs and stuff out of it and do that'd be good. spaghetti meatballs with that. I think that'd be pretty good. But what no, these, I, do sloppy Joe's. Sloppy Joe's is good. I'll be honest. I don't like I, I, I don't, I, if you've got a good sloppy Joe recipe, I'd try. I do. It. I'll send it to you. I would. I would absolutely try it. When I when I think of sloppy Joe's, I think of being like in second grade at our extra sloppy school, and just like the nasty bun and like the just the sandwich meat, you know, like the yeah. Alpo, like dog food. They just like sludged out of the, the can they just cranked open. Yeah, we, we take, uh, so you brown the hamburger and you chop up onions and you, you cook the onions in the I've hamburger. actually had your Sloppy Joes before. They are good. Yeah, and then uh, it's this jar of um, chili sauce, the Heinz chili sauce, yep. and like a couple tablespoons of brown sugar. And then uh, if you want to spice it up, you put some um, pepper flakes in there. Like you put it on your pizza. Right, pepper flakes? Yep. Actually, and, remind me next time you're over, we've got um, some peppers from the garden that we put in the dehydrator and put in, um, Oh, nice. Twisty grinder, yep. grinder yep. things. And dude, that stuff will light you up. Like the really? pepper alone, I cut it fresh. We tried on like pizza and salad and stuff. It wasn't bad. Put that shit in the dehydrator. Holy balls. 
Like, <laughs> good, huh? Get the toms ready because yeah. it's going to come back and get you pretty good. Sweet. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, I'm pretty buzzing. Are you still drinking whiskey or are you yes. on the... No, I, I, I put a little more bullet yeah. in there because... You're good. I Make an old fashioned with that bullet. That's good I, stuff. I will give it a shot. Well, thanks everybody uh, for tuning in to uh, this version of uh, bourbon and bourbon. And, bourbon and bourbon? Uh, bourbon, uh, bourbon. Yeah, if you have any other uh, whiskey suggestions, let us know. We'll try to pick one up. We'd feel awesome. Send us a bottle. Yeah. Um, we can get you an address to send it to. And uh, as always, um, we'll get we'll get uh, cronked up on some bourbon. Cronked up. <laughs> Uh, and you know, Grant, we're gonna, Grant will bring his green hat. Yeah, you've got the green hat on. You're already ready. Already, I think you got another brother on here, Josh. He's sleeping. Oh, wow, you got Joel and Josh. Joel and Josh. Um, but yeah, thanks again for tuning in. Um, and uh, happy December. Yeah, and I think at the end of this, I'm gonna throw in a uh, holiday gift guide from our buddy Carfee at the end of this episode. So maybe, maybe not. We'll see if he can hold it together. As always, smash that like button, hit share, yep. and uh, we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, it's Carf, and here's my list of holiday gifts for the fly fisher that you know, whether that be a family member, a friend, a lover, or a secret lover. <laughs> These these will bring a smile to all of their faces. Number one, a Whiskey Leatherworks and Sightline Provisions flask with a trout badge on it because brown trout, and I own one of these flasks, and they're pretty awesome. You could have your bourbon or your whiskey in there, uh, but I, I have Malort in mine currently, and it's great. And if you haven't tried it, you should. Number two, Rising. They make nets, fly tying, and streamside tools. And if you order directly from their site, you can get them laser engraved. So, like, if you're purchasing um, some forceps or nippers for Grant or Matt, you can get their name laser engraved on there. Just hit up Dalton. Number three, Vitavu. They make great gifts for the fly fisher that you know. Pick up a real case, a bench basin for your fly tying scraps, or a fly wallet because fly storage is always needed. It really is, especially if you tie flies. You have nowhere to put things, and you just keep tying flies, and you just keep tying flies, and the flies just accumulate. And then you end up putting them in Ziploc bags like me. Number four, Driftless Provisions. Give the gift of meat. They make great streamside snacks. And I actually just placed an order yesterday for some. Um, And until December 11th, I think, they're offering free shipping. So take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, On the subject of gifting meat, hot dogs make a great gift. But don't get the buns, though. They should, whoever you're you're gifting hot dogs should go grab their own buns. That was a punny joke. That was better in my head. Yeah. Uh, Number seven. Another gift you can't go wrong with are holiday hams. They're typically all the rage this time of year, and everyone's always talking about them. Holiday hams. Holiday hams. Everyone loves the holiday hams. So pick up a six-pack and give the gift of holiday hams. And you know what goes great with holiday hams? A brown trout and bridge beers koozie. So hit up Mr. Grant Meyer for all of your brown trout and bridge beer merch needs.
stickers and koozies for all. You know, people love that stuff. And I don't know what to say anymore. I have my hands in my pockets because I was just waving them around. And I'm just sitting here staring at this microphone. (laughs) Okay, bye!